What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for checking out another episode of the Blue Plus You podcast. And before I go any further, um, Happy New Year. But yeah, um, the topic of the day is um, you, basically. You know, I know life can be challenging and stressful, but um, how much of it is actually avoidable based on who you're interacting with, what you're doing, and how much you're spending? I wanted to put together a list of things I felt could level life up for all of us in 2023. But before that, check out this quick ad, and I'll be back in a flash. Are you looking for an online store with unconventional options? Well, look no further than Thread Market Z. Thread Market Z is an online merch store delivering a little of everything, from tees, to party shades, to bumper stickers, and even hats like the Clementine D. Trucker hat for cosplayers. Use the link in the description to browse the merch, which also supports this podcast, and I thank you in advance for your support. Now back to the show. back so uh, 2023 is here for those of us lucky enough to see it and definitely rest in peace to those awesome people who left the game of life in 2022 if you're here listening definitely pat yourselves on the back and give your friends and family hugs and high fives you know for being able to see another year and definitely call some of your favorite people who might be at a distance um definitely love on everyone and um appreciate the fact that they're still here but yeah if you're here listening um, welcome and you know I hope you take what I'm saying in this episode in a great consideration I'm sure uh, plenty of you are already um, uh, ready for your new year's resolutions and things like that so um, I'm going to start off the first segment with health because I want to kind of um shake it up a little and so it's a new year just like every other new year you have these commercials about gym memberships and things of that nature like um, join the gym for a dollar you know um, the offer ends of whatever date and while I can't crap on those because they're definitely great places for physical exercise, they aren't the end-all be-all for your needs. There are a number of people who would get gym memberships and find themselves paying a gym um, that they never use. And some even brag about it, which makes no sense because you aren't getting the results because you aren't using it. So in 2023, It might seem easy to just jump in and go hard for a few days or maybe even a month before you give it up, but I advise planning and jumping in realistically. Don't go hard in the gym only to feel the pain for going overboard, like you're going to turn into a superhero in a few sessions or something. That's not going to happen. I'm not trying to um, burst any bubbles with that, but... If you're going in unrealistically, 
the uh, realism is going to catch up with you. Like the, the people you see in the gym come in all shapes and sizes and some may be in great shape. But do you know how often they go and how disciplined they are in terms of their consistency? Planning is more realistic because you can put workouts into your schedule and it doesn't have to be the gym. Make it something you will actually make time for that's actually effective. Because not everyone can go to the gym. Like let's say if your schedule is crazy and the gym is just like it's so at a distance that it will it'll take um, time to get there traffic sucks and it just eats up a great amount of time in your schedule so if you already know that that's going to be unrealistic for you um, definitely consider the workout I'm going to be providing here And so in regards to the workout, consider something like this, I'd say uh, three times per week for at least three weeks um, to the best of your ability, just um, see how it feels for you. And if it's too much, you can um, ramp it down a little bit or um, increase it, but like on certain days, definitely increase the um legs, um, squats and things like that uh, compared to the other days where you're using more arms and so um, you know you can consider mixing this up as um, time goes on you don't want you to reach that um, three week mark but I'd highly recommend starting off with this for at least three weeks um, starting off definitely stretching safely hydrate don't necessarily um, uh, overfill yourself with um, water but you know definitely um, hydrate or with um, uh, your favorite sports drink or something like that do um, 60 alternating punches that also move the upper body um, before actually uh, go ahead and um, grab a uh, pencil and paper or type this down or something just so that um, you have it So um, stretch safely, hydrate, do 60 alternating punches that also move the upper body, 20 alternating knees to the front while tightening your abs so you're um, thrusting the knees up um, towards the front, 20 twists of the upper body with your arms out to the sides. So basically you're just sticking your arms out to the sides and then you're rotating your upper body. 10 altered push-ups. If you can't do them like um, with your legs fully extended just yet. And that'll help you to at least start to be able to, you know, do something like that if you weren't able to do push-ups before because the ones with your legs fully extended were a little too hard for you. And um, this isn't 
necessarily to um, judge anyone or anything like that. This is to get you started somewhere uh, for your betterment. And so after doing those, um, hydrate and uh, rest for about a minute. A follow up with 60 alternating uppercuts. So you're um, moving the upper body, but also, you know, you can work those um, hips and those um, knees as well if you're able to do so while laying into those uppercuts. 20 alternating knees to the side while tightening your obliques or do leg lifts if that's not um, possible right now. So like um, throwing your knees to the sides. Also do 10 squats while lifting your arms in the air. So your arms will be going up to the front and you just do um, 10 squats. Do knee planks or full planks for one to two minutes. And basically you're just um, getting down on all, uh, on all fours to do the um, knee planks, but you're gonna move the knees back a little bit so that you feel it in your um, ab region doing those on um, planks but the um, knees will be down to give you some assistance if you aren't um, able to do full planks with your um, feet on the ground knees off the ground and your feet on the ground basically like I'm doing push-ups but you're going up and down you're just holding that and you're done um, after that definitely hydrate again stretch safely Pat yourself in the back. Um, definitely um, do that three times per week for three weeks and go from there. If it, um, you know, again, if it um, is too much, um, decrease um, some of the, um, the reps there and or uh, increase them. And based on the um, days, like um, once you reach that um, three-week mark, you can um, increase the time for the planks, the amount of um, squats and knees. Like um, do more of those on uh, certain days, while on other days, um, do more so the the upper body. And I definitely wish you well. And actually, before I wrap up this segment, don't hesitate to invite a family member or friend to do them with you. Whether it's in person or you're FaceTiming them. It usually helps um, make the workouts more enjoyable and you can definitely have um, even more fun with it because you're encouraging each other to go from beginning to end.
Now, for the gamers out there, um, definitely consider uh, switching one of the days, you know, of this um, workout session for a just dance session. But um, even those of you who don't um, game and even um, watch just dance videos on YouTube or something, if you want to mix it up, you know, with one of those days or something, definitely consider it, especially if you like dancing because it moves the body. Um, this workout will probably um, take you uh, six to ten minutes tops. Um, you're welcome to continue the regimen beyond three weeks, but um, consider increasing the reps slightly, you know, as mentioned, especially with the squats and planks. Uh, if you want to mix it up, just remember to keep it simple as possible so that um, you don't eliminate realism from your workout. I say this because you can easily sabotage your workouts by doing too much because it can't fit into your schedule or puts you in a position where you're too sore to do otherwise. Like I, I tried to get this guy to um, slow down when he wanted to work out with me when I um, lived in Miami. He would come over to the um, uh, condo and it was actually going to turn into um, uh, me training him uh, here and there. But he came over once and he never came back because he was too sore and he didn't want to um, want to jump back in which was a waste of time so it's like why go hard in the paint against um, you know someone um, giving you suggestions like if you came over to a workout and, and ultimately get training from someone it's like it might be a good idea to listen to that person he was like, uh, uh, hold on, uh, I'm going to get um, some more in. It's like, uh, I didn't give you a certain uh, weight to make you uh, feel like uh, you can do more because it's light. I'm starting you at a certain weight so that you can start building up. But he didn't want to listen and ended up sore and had excuses every time I saw him. So it was like, you know, that's ultimately up to you. You know, uh, I do what you will, but, you know, the next time you work out, definitely uh, don't try to go above and beyond. Like, you don't have anything to prove it. Anyone else, this is um, working on your, you know, working on your body. So keep it real, you know, it doesn't make you weak, lazy, or anything of the sort. But yeah, it's, it's not just working out, it's also nutrition. Um, not everyone you see in the gym has a certain look because they're in the gym. They also eat a certain way. So certainly consider your nutrition. Good food, good vitamins, increasing your water intake. Um, add sugar-free flavoring in there if needed. Um, decrease the foods that aren't, you know, so good for you. I wouldn't say just drop everything and expect to have good results because you'd be setting yourself up for failure. I know um, some people might be like, oh, what? But, you know, I saw personal trainers go into someone's home and take all their food, you know, that wasn't clean and throw it in the trash. How many of these people went the distance for 
a little while only to break bad on their diet. That's why they say diets don't work. Because people usually go from an unrealistic place when it comes to their daily diet. I prefer to come from an angle of replacing items I like with healthier items that I like. If I can eat it and enjoy it at the same time, it's a win. You can even see some of these um, uh, companies out here trying to take a similar approach. Like, uh, oh, the, the food tastes so much um, better now. You get um, more portions. That There's a reason for that. They notice that um, people will jump in and then they ultimately give it up. But I, I chose the route that I chose because it's definitely uh, more realistic. And it's, it helps set things in stone versus just trying something out and then jumping ship. Uh, taking this type of approach is worth considering. And even when you eat out, like um, there's nothing wrong with adding some veg in there. And when I get my burgers, um, yeah, and I definitely get um, burgers. I have my um, onion, tomato, and lettuce added in. Like uh, even if it doesn't come included, like let's say if you go to um, a, whatever um, a restaurant or even um, fast food, although I recommend uh, some over others. Like um, with um, Wendy's, I know some of you might um, give it a side eye when it comes to um, uh, fresh, never frozen um, um, beef, but that's because the um, meat is brought in on um, refrigerated trucks. It's not um, frozen. It's um, brought in in uh, containers and they get a certain amount per day. And at the end of the day, that um, meat, if it wasn't um, refrigerated, that meat has to go out. Being tossed. And so that meat is um, made for you um, fresh out of the um, out of the bins and it's um, um, cooked right there which uh, clearly it's cooked right there but um, it's actual um, meat and um, but anyway uh, if you go to Wendy's and you use the app or even if you're on requested, you know, over the, uh, you know, to the um, person. Uh, you can add in uh, lettuce and tomato. But I don't think you're um, charged through the app. It's like if you go into the um, app and customize it. Like let's say if you get a, a um, biggie bag with a uh, double stack. If you go in and customize it. Like what I do is I'll add um, I'll add mayo, and I also add um, lettuce and tomato, and um, onions already on there. It makes it um, so much better, and I only eat it that way. And you'll notice on there that um, they don't charge you for it. Now, if you want to get um, even more lettuce and tomato then you know it'll be an additional um, fee but 
they don't charge you for that. So that's a way to get in um, your veg without having to pay additional for it. And it makes the um, burger taste so much better, in my opinion. You can also do it at um, Burger King as well. I think there's a, it's a light um, option. And so um, these are just uh, little things that you can um, consider when eating out. But, um, you know, overall, just try. Like, uh, see if you can replace soda, at least in your home, like uh, sparkling flavored water, um, which is huge. Because if you can cut out um, um, soda, like uh, limit it to outings only, um, that's a decrease in soda consumption. And I say um, try different flavors of uh, sparkling water. Like um, I personally like um, cherry and strawberry sparkling water for the most part. Um, but I don't care for some other flavors. So find out what works best for you. And find a better route. Definitely um, keep chipping away at your daily diet to see what works and uh, what's better for you that can still work with your palate. And um, for those that ultimately end up giving up soda, you know, I definitely, you know, salute you because uh, from what I know, it can like um, start to thin out your um, intestines. That's a scary thought. Also, um, don't hesitate to consult a medical professional like your um, primary doctor just to see how you know you can soften the blow if you have no other choice but to go choke like um, cold turkey. Like um, I know I have to go cold um, cold turkey, but um, well, what types of foods uh, can I eat? Uh, you know that I can actually enjoy that don't put me at risk of um, you know whatever the um, issue might be you can even run your like run your menu by your doctor if you're just curious as to what they may think about it um, even if you are dealing with anything like you know what, what do you think about this um, uh, menu and you know, if they have some um, suggestions, you can um, write those down. You can consider trying those out. And that can possibly be another uh, avenue that can you know, improve things for you. My, my whole thing is just trying. If it, just imagine the uh, overall what your diet will be if you actually take um, take some wise steps and this is the one that has um, helped me out the most like, um, this combination should make an impact on your health um, considerably in my opinion along with the rest and 
the next segment, you know, after this, which is um, avoiding unnecessary stress. Rest is still a part of this um, segment, um, but I want to detach it because, you know, I want to speak on the importance because you'd be surprised at what a lack of sleep can do, including how it can kill your vibe. How sleep deprivation harms the body and mind. Sleep is a major pillar of well-being, helping us stay healthy and happy. However, it doesn't get as much attention as other key players of health like diet or exercise. That said, sleep deprivation is a worldwide problem. Approximately 62% of adults around the world report that they don't sleep well at night. You may be thinking to yourself, what's the big deal with feeling a little tired? Truth is, sleep deprivation is much more than just a small inconvenience, it can actually be dangerous. In fact, losing just one to two hours of sleep each night can impact our bodies and minds just as severely as skipping out on sleep for a full day or two. Here's how. Increased emotional reactivity, not getting enough shut eye is more likely to make you snap at others, lose your cool, and respond with intense and impulsive emotional reactions. This is a larger problem than just feeling a bit cranky. Even just one night of sleep deprivation leads to impulsive reactions, according to researchers. We still don't know about all of the ways sleep and our emotions are linked, but we have confirmed that sleep deprivation affects the emotional centers of the brain. When you're sleep deprived, these complex areas become more active than usual, leading to large and oftentimes irrational emotional responses. Areas where activity spikes occur include the amygdala, the part of the brain known as the central hub for motivation and emotional behavior. As a result, you may lash out at others in anger, frustration, or annoyance more often than usual when you're tired. But it's not just negative emotions that become enhanced. You may find that positive emotional responses are heightened and enhanced when tired. 2. This combination of heightened negative and positive emotional responses may feel like your brain is stuck in a game of tennis, pinging back and forth across the entire emotional spectrum. Although activity in the amygdala rises, communication between the amygdala and a separate area of the brain involved in emotional regulation, known as the prefrontal cortex, dwindles. The prefrontal cortex handles many complex tasks, helping us manage and decrease impulsive reactions. Think of it as a filter that quickly helps us determine if our reactions to certain stimuli and situations are appropriate or not. When you don't get enough sleep, the filtering system begins to fail, leading to less thoughtful emotional behavior. But that's not all. Not only are your feelings and emotions set on overdrive after a lack of sleep, but you'll also feel more anxious and depressed than usual. I hope um, 
everyone was able to take something away from that segment. And before I continue with the other segments of lack of um, sleep, think about how huge this one is. You might just be hearing, oh, lack of sleep might um, make me um, cranky and so forth. But imagine how good rest can impact your household, impact your relationship with your significant other, potential significant other. Imagine, uh, because I mean, first impressions go a long way. Imagine you um, meet someone after having this information and you're a lot more level-headed because you made sure that you put the necessary cogs in place in order to be able to function stably. lack of sleep take one of those cogs out now you're a lot more unstable it could just be a lack of sleep I'm not saying um, that excuses all behavior and things like that because no one has to be um, cool with someone going off on them or potentially hitting them things like that but Just think about increasing your sleep. Now, if you're um, still running into um, issues there, you definitely need some uh, help, you know, in other areas. But if all it takes is um, a good night's rest, um, more than a few uh, good nights rest to keep you uh, more mentally stable I mean that's huge uh, think about how some like how some of these um, relationships hit a wall because there's always this uh, constant uh, fighting based on some really irrational things. And then when you hear about this, like, what does this make you think about? So many things can apply to this. This isn't a level up episode for nothing. And um, for the most part, I try to make sure that you can take something away from each episode anyway. But this is a huge level up episode. And it can truly change your life. I just want to drop this in here before we continue. Heightened anxiety worsened depression. One of the top signs of a lack of sleep 
Heightened anxiety and depression, especially in those who already suffer from one or both of these ailments. A lack of sleep and anxiety are linked thanks to melatonin's active role in both sleep cycles and mood regulation. When your sleep schedule is irregular or shortened, melatonin levels dwindle. As a result, our tolerance for daily stress diminishes. However, it's still not clear whether correlation or causation is to blame, as many people with anxiety tend to struggle with sleep, which then worsens anxious feelings and thoughts. The same may be said for depression. Many who suffer from depression have a hard time achieving restorative, slow-wave sleep. In fact, 75% of people with depression report problems falling or staying asleep. On the other hand, people with insomnia have a tenfold higher risk of developing depression when compared to people who don't have any issues sleeping. Lack of sleep, anxiety, and depression all feed into each other like a vicious cycle, so treating both our mental health and our sleep quality is key to breaking the link. Scientists also believe that sleep is highly important for processing and storing memories. When this process is interrupted due to sleep deprivation, forgetfulness follows. Impaired memory. Have you ever entered a room and forgotten why? This is bound to happen more often after a poor night's rest. Research shows that the nerve connections that help us process and store memories strengthen as we sleep. Think of sleep as a filing cabinet for our memories, helping us filter through every detail to decide what information to store and what information to discard. As a result, the memories we store help us apply the information from the experience to a future situation. When this process is disrupted due to a lack of sleep, sleep cycles responsible for consolidating memories remain incomplete. If you find yourself forgetting things, misplacing items, or unable to concentrate, it may be because your brain wasn't able to file every memory away correctly. Ooh. Along with increased forgetfulness, you may find yourself feeling sick more often when suffering from sleep deprivation. Also have to insert something in here as well because just forgetting why you walked into a room or misplacing items or unable to concentrate these aren't the only things that you could end up uh, forgetting think about important engagements meetings uh, something important that you needed to tell someone I mean, and um, these engagements can be huge. I mean, think about um, missing your child's uh, uh, big game or a um, big performance or uh, something else. And just think about, you know, how that could make a huge impact on them. Like, um, you know, my mom or my dad wasn't there. I'm reminded of this um, kid that was at school um, one day during an um, event where some of the other kids and their, um, 
you know, moms and dads showed up and other our family members. And he was sitting there. Um, he wasn't happy. To, you know, he was just um, sitting there um, with a, like a half frown on his face or something like that. And his aunt uh, showed up to school because his uh, parents couldn't make it. And so um, he, he wasn't expecting it. Like he even um, looked up when she got um, close thinking that she was a stranger. And then he um, looked up and his face lit up when he realized that it was his aunt. That's huge. Like, um, like think about, like when you hear that, um, think about how that impacted him. Like, what? Well, some, someone's here for me. And think about how something that's um, small as um, correcting poor night's rest can improve your own memory. And if you um, have the ability to make it to a um, performance or a big game or whatever it is for your own child and you simply forgot, imagine how that could um, possibly correct it and what that could um, mean that when your child looks back like uh, uh, my mom my mom or my dad or mom and or um, and dad um, were able to show up and um, be there for me. And the same applies for, you know, work and, you know, performance, feeling better on the job. Uh, even in college, remember certain things as well as high school and elementary. Although, you know, with um, kids, it can be a challenge. I'm trying to get them um, to rest because they want to stay up and have fun and stuff. But a lack of sleep, think about um, how that can lead to behavioral issues in school and in the household and so forth. So even if you have to give them some sort of, uh, see what the doctor approves of, maybe some uh, um, children's uh, melatonin or something like that, that can help them get um, a good night's rest. And um, I think there's also some uh, other options. I, I'll, I'll put some uh, links in the description, um, you know, regarding this uh, episode that can, you know, make a positive impact. Um, definitely run them uh, by your um, doctor if you'd like. And we'll go from there. Lowered immunity. According to the National Sleep Foundation, chronic sleep deprivation puts the immune system at a huge risk. Our immune system acts like a wall of defense from illness by creating antibodies that fight against invaders like bacteria or viruses. Sleep deprivation lowers these defenses by preventing your immune system from creating infection-fighting antibodies. Not only will you get sick more often when sleep-deprived, but it may also take longer to recover from illness in general. During sleep, your body also releases cytokines, small proteins that control the activity of immune system cells and blood cells. When you're under stress or faced with an attack by a pathogen, cytokines help the body fight back by regulating the immune system. Cytokine levels are proven to rise during sleep. This phenomenon may explain why you tend to sleep more when sick or suffering from an infection.
If you don't make time to sleep and stay well, your body may force you to rest and sleep in order to produce the cytokines you need after you're already ill. Message. A healthy sleep schedule helps to promote optimal cytokine and antibody levels, preventing illness altogether. Signs of a lack of sleep don't stop at increased illness. Your digestive system suffers when you're sleep deprived, too. So when it comes to lowered immunity, think about constantly being sick. I mean, that's far from enjoyable. And also think about the things that you could be missing out on. I mean, remember the clock is always ticking on life. And you don't want to spend a great deal of time uh, laying down, trying to get better. Because you refuse to get the necessary sleep that you need. I'm one of those people that um, definitely uh, finds it hard to sleep um, eight hours. And so I sought the the healthiest um, minimum um, for me, which is um, said to have been uh, six hours. So I tried not to go below that. I definitely feel it, but. Even with that, I think it's still better for me to get um, eight hours of sleep, even if it's a challenge. So um, that's something that I'm working on. Like, uh, you know, no one's um, perfect. It's definitely on um, tape um, work, but the benefits is, you know, you're not getting sick. I don't necessarily um, uh, get sick and, you know, things like that. Um, often but you know for those who uh, really lack um, sleep and you're running into all these um, issues because you aren't getting your um, uh, healthy uh, minimum don't be surprised if this is the reason and also thinking about illnesses I mean if you're dealing with um some sort of illness what can sleep do for you something to think about increased hunger and digestive issues sleep is supposed to be our time to rest and digest Sleep also regulates the levels of two hormones related to feelings of hunger and fullness. Leptin and ghrelin. Leptin communicates to your brain that you've eaten enough food and feel satisfied, while ghrelin increases our feelings of hunger, causing the drive to eat. Without enough sleep, our brain reduces leptin levels and increases ghrelin, causing a stimulated appetite. That means digestive issues, increased nighttime snacking, and overeating can all be signs of a lack of sleep. Sleep deprivation may lead to reduced insulin after eating too, which normally helps to lower blood sugar levels. Without regulated insulin, the body's tolerance for glucose dwindles and insulin resistance may follow. Over time, that means a higher risk of diabetes and obesity. 
As if that isn't reason enough to correct your sleeping habits and address insomnia, sleep loss may even cause premature aging of the skin. By now, I'm pretty sure at least some of you are like, holy crap, I need to get more rest. Like you hear, like um, over time, with a lack of uh, sleep, that could increase your risk of diabetes and obesity. So um, definitely um, continue listening in as we move into the um, premature aging of the skin, which, um, you know, I can't um, speak for everyone, but this is probably uh, something that women would take um, great interest in. But also um, uh, some men as well. I mean, you know, who, who wouldn't want to make sure that they continue to maintain their uh, youthful look as time moves on. Sleep deprivation ages the skin. Ever wake up after a poor night's sleep with puffy eyes and sickly-looking skin? Chronic sleep loss is proven to cause dark circles, fine lines and other skin issues. When you don't get enough sleep, your body releases more cortisol than usual. Excessive levels of this stress hormone can break down collagen, a protein known for keeping the skin elastic. Therefore, another top sign of a lack of sleep? Fine lines and dull skin. Beauty rest is real. Sleep loss also decreases our release of human growth hormone known to help increase muscle mass, keep bones strong, repair tissue, and maintain skin thickness. As growth hormone levels dwindle with lack of sleep, the skin thins and tissue repair breaks down, leaving the skin vulnerable to more wear and tear. But it's not just the skin that's left defenseless, so are your pain receptors. While I'm learning something new all the time, uh, some of these things I am aware of because it's like, um, when you, and it's not to necessarily pat myself on the back like um, I know it all or something. It's just, um, you know, knowing some things. But, um, it's like when you think about the body and needing rest, it's kind of like um, you laying down and during that sleep, your body's little builders go out and repair things. But if um, you lack sleep and they have to put a pause on re um, repairing things in order to get you back up to speed, your body's just um, going off of, you know, where it left off when you um, um, slept for that small time. It's almost like uh, when you're, someone's in a, in a race or something in their um, vehicle, you know, they have to pull into the cockpit and um, the car has to get all the necessary um, tire changes and um, uh, fluid um, uh, changes and things like that. What if a car tried to do the full race without those necessary um, updates or repairs? 
it wouldn't result in a win. So, getting some more rest will decrease your chances of taking L's, basically. And I'm included in that. Chronic pain. When you're sleep deprived, you might be more sensitive to pain than usual. Running low on sleep is also known to increase inflammation across the body, causing pain and other chronic conditions. Research shows that our ability to feel heat and pressure pain is higher if we're low on sleep. Separate studies found that those who are sleep deprived may be more sensitive to pain in specific regions, like the esophagus. This may explain why those with sleep disorders also report issues with heartburn or acid reflux at night. That said, ongoing chronic pain may stem from a separate chronic pain condition that causes sleep loss, so the key to treating sleep loss may be to uncover if it's linked to a pre-existing pain condition. An unexpected way to reduce pain causing inflammation and correct sleep patterns is right under your nose, because it is your nose. The solution? Nasal breathing for superior sleep. If you're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, it's vital to make quality sleep a priority. A top issue hindering our sleep? The way we breathe. It's estimated that between 30 and 50% of adults breathe through their mouths rather than their noses. This is a problem. Why? Because mouth breathing causes dysfunction in the body and places us in a state of fight or flight, activating our stress response. What's more, mouth breathing is known to cause oral health issues. Snoring and even sleep disorders like sleep apnea. Us humans were made to breathe through our noses. The nose warms, filters, and humidifies the air, protects us from pathogens and produces nitric oxide, a vasodilator known to lower blood pressure and boost brain function. And so, that was the information regarding sleep, which that alone is definitely some uh, life-changing information. I'm definitely also going to put the link to that article as well as products that can uh, help you, you know, in that regard. Because uh, some of you might be thinking, well, I have issues breathing out of my nose. So I'm going to include um, products that can um, help you with that. You know, again, you can run them by your own doctor. But um, these products are a base um, level, so it, it, it won't have anything that might cause an allergic reaction, you know, from what I know for the majority of people. So um, definitely check out the links below and uh, level up, basically.
outside of the products below um, one thing I'd also recommend before um, bed is definitely avoiding um, caffeinated products uh, watching TV or being on your phone like an hour to um, 30 minutes before bedtime just um, give yourself um, time to be able to relax because some people are on full tilt until it's time for bed and then wonder why they can't go to sleep but it's like you're wired up so um, do your best to wind down and there are also going to be you know, specific products that can um, help with that stress there are um, a number of things that <clears throat> can definitely bring about stress including people that just keep up a lot of trouble you know drama who enjoy arguing and different things like that definitely not um, a healthy way to go about uh, life just uh, looking for one dramatic thing after the other to try to start something. So, I definitely want to include this because it's important. So, I'm actually um, reading an article from the Mayo Clinic uh, titled express symptoms effects on your body and behavior <clears throat> stress symptoms may be affecting your health even though you might not realize it you may think illness is to blame for that irritating headache uh, your frequent insomnia or your decreased uh, productivity at work stress may actually be the cause I actually um, definitely know this is like let's say you um, get into it with someone and then afterwards you feel it incredibly draining. Stress can do that to you. Uh, common side effects of stress. Um, indeed, stress symptoms can affect your body, your thoughts and feelings, and your behavior. Uh, being able to recognize common stress symptoms can help you manage them. Stress that's left unchecked can contribute to many health problems, such as high blood pressure, heart disease, and diabetes. Common side effects of stress on your body include headache, muscle tension or pain, chest pain, fatigue, change in sex drive, upset stomach, sleep problems. Um, common effects of stress on your mood include anxiety, restlessness, going back to um, sleep issues, uh, lack of motivation or focus, feeling overwhelmed, irritability or anger, sadness or depression, 
and um, also common effects on uh, stress on your behavior could be overeating or undereating, angry outbursts, drug or alcohol um, abuse, tobacco use, social withdrawal, exercising less often. And that's no joke. So when it comes to someone who just they, they just have to have um, drama and um, trouble and stuff, and it's always constant stress. Um, if they're unwilling to ramp down on that stuff and get away from it, you might have to get away from them. Because you don't want to end up in a situation where you're going downhill because of something completely meaningless. And someone will make a melon out of a molehill from, you know, very small things. And it's not worth uh, uh, losing your life over. As a matter of fact, uh, there was even this uh, one guy, um, I mentioned him, it was what, like uh, maybe two years ago. I forget what episode it was, but he had a stroke because um, he went to the uh, store for his uh, girlfriend and she wanted some salad dressing, but it was a certain kind of salad dressing, it was like a, a dry salad dressing, and they didn't have the certain kind of salad dressing that she wanted. So he got the uh, regular salad dressing, which is you know the one in the bottle with the you know the liquid salad dressing. I, I can, I guess that's what you call it, uh, regular salad dressing. You know the other one's just dry. So he went back to their um, uh, place. Uh, she saw that he got the uh, regular salad dressing of that um, same flavor, and she took it and she. Um, flung it against the um, uh, wall or something like that and it hit his um, uh, picture of his uh, him and his dad which is his last picture of his um, dad before he passed away and um, it went everywhere including on the picture of his um, dad and next thing you know he had a stroke all from some freaking salad dressing from worth um, losing your life over. And I don't know where they ultimately uh, ended up as far as um, whether he got back with her or not. It, it would be um, unfortunate if he did. Because um, it's like you got another chance at life. Just stuff like that. If it's uh, pointless, don't invest in stress. Don't invest um, in being dramatic or anything like that.
to uh, speaking about how you can actually reduce like reduce stress in stressful situations. That will include like different things, like including um, uh, breathing exercises, which is um, going back to um, what we were talking about in the previous um, section or the previous section of playthrough. And so, um, how to use breathing to reduce stress is um, as follows. Check this out. How to use breathing to reduce stress. We live in an increasingly fast-paced world, and chronic stress is the byproduct. Around 77% of people say that they experience stress that impacts their physical health, while 73% say that stress affects their mental health. High stress levels are known to cause irritability, depression, anxiety, cardiovascular issues, diabetes, and more. That's why it's so important to identify personal signs of stress. Get plenty of sleep, prioritize your mental well-being, and practice relaxation skills that can help you cope. Breathwork is a well-known coping skill for implementing mindfulness and relaxation into your daily routine. Stress and overbreathing. Stress management is key to keeping your mental and physical health in check and it really is as simple as breathing. Most of us over-breathe by breathing in and out of our mouths rather than our noses. In fact, anywhere from 30 to 50% of people are habitual mouth breathers. Breathing allows the body to absorb oxygen and expel carbon dioxide. However, mouth breathing causes shallow, small breaths that come from the shoulders rather than the diaphragm. As a result, our oxygen exchange is thrown off. Hyperventilation follows, causing more physical symptoms of anxiety and stress. The sympathetic nervous system is activated, unnecessarily preparing the body for fight or flight. That's why controlled, deep breathing, sometimes called belly breathing, can eliminate feelings of stress and improve our well-being. When we're relaxed, we breathe in and out of our noses slowly, which activates the parasympathetic nervous system and takes the body out of fight or flight. Belly breathing benefits include lowered heart rate and blood pressure, improved oxygen exchange, boosted immunity, increased feelings of focus and calm. That's not all. Belly breathing benefits may even include emotional boosts. According to recent research, also say this in regards to stress um, there are also other things that um, you can actually do to um, help your stress um, of course you have the um, deep breathing and you know as mentioned there but um, also um, have different um, hobbies and things like that like um, some people play video games like myself um, some people ride their bike some people 
do uh, uh, yoga, uh, meditation, um, dancing, uh, whatever it may be. Um, definitely try to utilize those things so that can take you out of that stressful situation or um, whatever the um, situation was that put putting you in a, a stressful uh, mindset so that um, you can calm down but also um, definitely try to laugh as much as possible it can definitely be hard at times but consider watching comedy specials um, situational comedies like um, movies uh, sitcoms um, laugh with a family member or a um, friend about you know old times you know all that good stuff you can listen to um, upbeat music and things like that uh, one thing I, I'm not a big fan of is listening to very hmm, depressing music that, that's not me like I I like um, it doesn't always have to be fast but more so upbeat music versus listening to music that makes you think like uh, you're at a funeral home or something I'm just not um, a fan of that and even if you're not in the mood for it at times have you ever been in a situation where you did um, get a laugh in or listen to some upbeat music and instead of being upset that you heard or experienced that, you were like, you know, I really needed that. That's what I'm talking about. Like, um, versus trying to steer clear of it. <clears throat> Definitely get in some laughs. Listen to the monkey music and uplift your spirit. And definitely um, mention it to other people and even mention some suggestions that they, you know, could consider. Like one of my um, uh, friends, uh, Missy Rest in Peace, and she had um, a disability and when she required bed rest, um, I recommended uh, some um, comedy movies um, as well as some uh, stand-up comedies uh, she wanted a um, new computer so um, you know, I recommended one that well, wasn't necessarily bottom of the um, barrel but um, with um, good enough specs that don't break the bank so that she could um, enjoy her um, casual um, card games which um, she enjoyed playing and they're actually um, pretty fun I would um, play them as well um, and you know just being able to do her um, other applications on her computer and this helped to really uh, round things out for um, line up some uh, calls with uh, some of her um, favorite people uh, which you know would also um, uh, 
check in with her at times as well. I was um, uh, very busy, but uh, I did my um, best to, you know, um, check in and make sure that um, she was good to go. I also uh, provided some other types of um, suggestions and so forth. Um, even in terms of uh, getting out of the house, like, um, yeah, she may have uh, had her her cart. It's like, you know, um, taking the um, dog for a walk in her um, cart, which um, she would do. But also get out and um, take a drive to a place with um, uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful uh, landscaping, architecture, and you know, different things like that. And we were in uh, Fort Myers. So, I mean, um, you have plenty of areas where you can go enjoy some um, beautiful scenery. And it just, it just helps versus wallowing in it. You know, that stress or um, looping back around to, and um, this is why um, um, this happened and you know, it's Y and Z, like re rehashing the drama. There's no, there's no reason for it. And I'm not saying that um, there was some uh, dramatic situation as to why um, she was, you know, her situation is just like, you know, if you have to get a medical procedure or whatever, you know, like going into a business or anything, you know, uh, that's what that is. But there are things that uh, can be done to uplift your spirit so that you aren't down because you're in the type of situation. And so, um, you know, uh, just consider everything that you heard um, thus far and be motivated to um, never uh, let up in regards to um, fighting for your betterment, basically. Breathing patterns and their corresponding emotions. The phrase, take a deep breath, is actually backed by more science than you may think. Studies show that different emotions are associated with different breathing patterns. In turn, changing our breathing patterns influences how we feel. If you feel anxious, your breathing becomes irregular, fast, and shallow. However, feelings of calm and happiness are associated with deep, slow breathing. When you feel mental stress but shift your breathing toward a deep, slow pattern, you will eventually begin to experience the corresponding emotions. Changing your breathing pattern slows down your heart rate and sends signals to the brain and body to relax. This process is kicked off by stimulating the vagus nerve. This nerve runs from the brainstem down into the abdomen and has a huge influence on the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps us rest and digest. Moreover, slow, deep breathing is associated with nasal breathing, which releases nitric oxide into the lungs. Nitric oxide is a vasodilator. 
This miracle molecule dilates blood vessels, improves oxygen absorption, and plays a vital role in promoting calming feelings. Recent experiments published in Harvard Business Review measured the impact of a specific type of breathwork that is part of a technique called skybreath meditation. This method combines a series of breathing exercises with meditation practices that were created to invoke feelings of calm and resilience. Participants in the study were either assigned to a breathing program or a control group. The participants who were part of the Sky Breath Meditation Group reported the greatest mental health benefits. These participants marked improved social connections, increased positive emotions, enhanced mindfulness, and lowered feelings of stress and depression. A second study from the University of Arizona zeroed in on Sky Breath Meditation comparing it to more conventional stress relief practices that focused on changing the mindset surrounding stress. Although both workshops were found to improve feelings of social connectedness, sky breathing was found to provide more immediate improvements in stress and mood. Furthermore, the positive effects of continuous sky breathing were even more notable when measured three months later. The Sky Breathing Group had steady breathing and heart rates when faced with high pressure. Stressful situations, while the group that went through the cognitive workshop showed elevated breathing and heart rates, indicating feelings of stress. Sky Breathing has proven benefits. But what exactly is it? How to practice stress relieving breathwork as we mentioned before sky breath meditation combines breathwork with meditation practices this is based on sudar shan kriya yoga giving it the name sky while there are many guided videos that demonstrate how to practice sky breathing learning how to belly breathe is a great place to start to experience belly breathing benefits begin by laying on your back with your knees bent from here, place one hand on your chest and the other on your stomach, just below the rib cage. Inhale slowly through your nose, taking the air in toward your lower stomach. The goal here is to keep the top hand still, while the one on your stomach should rise as you inhale. Then, tighten your abdominal muscles and allow them to slowly collapse as you exhale. The hand on your stomach should move down as you exhale. To experience all of the stress-relieving belly breathing benefits, begin with 5 minutes, working your way up slowly to 10 minutes if possible. While belly breathing provides a mechanical ritual that helps you physically and mentally relax during the day, there's more you can do at night. And so you have that very helpful information about how to relieve um, stress with um, breath work and all that good stuff and I hope that it um, further helps you level up and I highly recommend sharing this post with or this episode with um, someone else who could definitely use it based on the stress they might be dealing with uh, whether you see them stressing about it or not because um, sometimes um, people don't um, where they're 
you know, stress on their sleeve for the world to see. So we just never know. So definitely I'll share it with them and I mean, you never know how much they might appreciate it. Because it's like, man, this person um, cares enough about me to share some really good information with me to help me improve on my, you know, health and um, help potentially increase the years of my life. And, you know, the more people who get this information, that's more people who would have um, decreased um, anxiety, outbursts, and all those types of things. I'm not saying that won't happen if they great sleep, because um, there are some things that can definitely kick you off, but there's nothing wrong with them having the information and you never know how it would ultimately make a positive impact on someone if they actually utilize it. avoidable situations. Would you knowingly interact with someone who would put your life at risk of being deleted tomorrow? I can't answer this for you, but I wouldn't. I'd rather live and continue to move on in a worthwhile direction that makes life easier for me to smile. There are so many situations that you can avoid just simply by preventing yourself from being derailed or pointed to the most unnecessary situation. Like, for example, befriending the wrong people. There's some people just don't see friends. Like, they see potential opportunities to hustle someone into being uh, a fall guy, a free babysitter, a free maintenance man, a security guy or a bodyguard for their protection, an ATM. And, and not just an ATM. Uh, this also includes, like, being a co-signer for loans and things like that. And if you know, like I know, a number of these situations have gone left. You can easily look on um, court TV shows and see a number of people like, uh, yeah, um, I co-signed on this car and or I um, helped this person uh, get this loan or um, helped them with their um, lease and things like that. And they end up holding the bag. Speaking of leases, becoming roommates with the wrong person and not having the necessary rules in place for everyone to follow has also ended up on badly in many ways. There are a number of people forced to live with roommates to avoid living on the street. So there have to be boundaries that everyone can respect. If there aren't any, like um, it usually ends up turning into this um, awkward unbearable situation in some cases. There have been um, women with several children uh, rooming with other uh, women and men and still expecting to pay 50-50 or um, whatever the um, roommate breakdown is. You know how they have it like um, it's like okay, there's um, mm -hmm. three people here paying the um, rent and so um, we're going to split it um, like 33% you know whatever the um, smallest percentage will be 
uh, for that um, last percentage. But it's like, okay, um, one person has several children there. Those are additional people. Yeah, you might um, be living in your own room, you know, with those kids, but those kids also use this water. Those um, children also use the um, lights, you know, things like that. So those can definitely be um, uh, really awkward situations because that person is just expecting for uh, them to be under that cut of the rent. It was like, you know, I'm not paying um, additional for um, them to use um, lights and water. You're going to have to cover that. But some people just have that audacity like, uh, what? No, I'm going to pay my um, cut and that's it. Avoid these type of situations. They're necessary. You definitely have to have the ability to say no. And don't let a woman like uh, play that game about you being the uh, god mom to their children or something because they're trying to get some sort of emotional tie from you. Believe it or not, I've seen this a number of times, which is why you're not bringing it up. And this has um, resulted in the free babysitting, which I've mentioned, even to a, like a even to a damaging degree to another woman in her life. Like, um, I'm not trying to say that um, there's nothing wrong with, uh, or there's something wrong with um, babysitting once in a while. But if you didn't force another woman to go have uh, all these um, children with a man or a man um, she chose to have them from, you're, and you're an illegal guardian, like uh, in any way, you aren't under any obligation to invest time out of your life for her children. Like uh, some children need um, to uh, like have a, a different guardian instead of their mom because she isn't making the best decisions. But um, if she isn't giving up the children to you and you're expected to watch them even more than she does, that's a problem. Think about it. You can't even work under those circumstances. It might help you with um, some experience regarding being a future mom, but you also need time to work on yourself to be eligible for a relationship. You also need time to be able to invest in figuring out whether or not you're compatible with someone who will potentially be your future husband. Like, um, listen to my words. Um, not for the sake of getting upset because you feel a, like a, a woman in like because you feel for a woman in that situation. But um, listen for the sake of asking yourself if you want to be in that type of situation. If you want to invest your time in being a free caregiver while someone else is out living uh, their life instead of being a mom and uh, along with the um, dad to their own children, you know, feel free. You know, you're, you're grown, uh, no one can stop you. But for those who don't, I bring it up because it's one of those situations that I've seen um, strip women of valuable time out of their life. Like, why should, why should you be tired and stressed out after watching someone else's children and you don't even run a daycare? 
That, that, that makes no sense. And there might even be some women um, getting pissed off right now, like, uh, you're trying to strip um, uh, my child of, um, of someone, you know, who, who loves them or, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's not necessarily trying to strip anyone of, um, of a loved one, but I'm trying to think of your betterment and your life versus uh, someone's potential hustle. Like I've seen uh, women uh, watching someone else's child for weeks and even months. I've seen this firsthand. Well, the mom uses child support to party and travel. Like that, that's that's free babysitting. And when it comes to income tax time, you can guess who's claiming the child. It won't be you. At least most of the time. That brings me to the importance of getting married before having a baby. And I wish this was something that um, Naomi Osaka did before getting pregnant from Hip Hop Artists Per Day. If you are not familiar with Naomi Osaka, she's actually a professional tennis player. And not to sound like a hater or anything, but I do wish that they took like that route of getting married to solidify their commitment to each other before actually committing to have a baby together. When I heard that, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, you know, they're, they're still able to get married, you know, so I do uh, hope that they take that route and I wish them well. But like, um, regardless of the situation, I definitely don't recommand following the footsteps like um no matter whether you have average income or above average income because um children are going to be immune to like growing up in a situation where they're going from house to house because their parents are wealthy and at the time of this video they're still together and hopefully it's a long-term relationship but who knows i just think that children should remain off the table until marriage sad to say that uh, well, in this day and age it's kind of like at least it wasn't just a hookup but I brought them up because there are a number of women with children by a guy they never marry guys uh, they never marry from like whether it's having one child with that guy multiple kids with that guy or going from one guy to the next and like okay you got pregnant by this guy and you got pregnant by this guy like you had more than one chance to um, get married before you know having a child and some of these um guys like they've never even been in a relationship with said it before and I'll say it again like uh, if you want to do your thing do your thing but keep babies out of it there are things that uh, you can certainly avoid so strap up play it safe overall SEDs are out there as well and aim to have a marriage before the baby carriage
don't think there's anything wrong with that. Definitely um, do your best to make sure that you're eligible for a relationship with a woman you're compatible with uh, so that you're trying your best um, not to have children like in a single father setup or a single mother setup. There's this um, woman like explaining to other women like you don't know how hard it is out here for single mothers while you're trying to make um, uh, single mothers with um, fathers who could give a damn about uh, being in their children's lives. She's saying that, you know, you don't know how hard it is for us, um, for the women like me, you know, speaking of herself. Um, and she's seeing women out here, you know, tripping on their, the fathers of the children, you know, trying to keep them out of their lives and uh, different things like that, just trying to make things hard on them. And you can hear the it was multiple babies in the background um, crying. I wasn't sure if maybe they're like um, maybe one one is one years old or two years old, something like that. But they were in the um, background. It looked like she was having a nervous breakdown. So like like if you're hearing this and and that's not your ideal situation, like um, it doesn't hurt to um, tell a guy put a damn condom on. And even um, take your birth control if you um, um, believe in that. If you don't want to be in that type of situation, take the necessary precautions. And don't put a child in that situation. If you actually have a household with a man and woman because you guys decided to um, get married and um, have your children together, that would be a completely different story. And sometimes um, you might have a, a babysitter for your, um, you know, date nights and so forth. Or they go with their own um, grandparents. Or, um, you know, on our uncle's house or something like that for um, for a day or something. Or uh, spend a night with their own, you know, with their own cousin and so forth. It's like uh, uh, things like that. But just being in a um, a single parent situation where, you know, uh, every day, you know, you're, at least with some women, you're on the um, verge of uh, going over the edge, or you're fighting back um, tears at work and things like that. I mean, that that's not, a, that's not, is that a desired life? You can't look at the women on TV and be like, um, well, they're doing it. Some of these women have uh, money for like um, nannies and stuff like that. That's not you. And that I, I saw it years ago, like um, looking at um, back then, it, was, it wasn't social media. It was um, reality TV shows and things like that. And um people trying to mimic the people that they see on um, reality TV shows I was just like uh, this is going to be headed like heading in the wrong direction and it has been when people trying to be um, characters and they see someone else they want to be like them but they want to one up them I mean it just 
it's crazy. But yeah, like that, you, you don't have the um, money in a lot of um, cases to have um, nannies and stuff like that. But um, who, who would um, aim to try and be a single parent because you have access to nannies? Why not um, be um, a wife or um, you know a husband and raise your children together? Not to jump back into the um, free babysitter situation, but uh, some of the women in these roles are filling in for the parents who should be there. And some women are seeking stepdads to fill that role, which I'm, I'm completely against as well. And these are avoidable situations. I've mentioned this before, like in regards to men. I've been this way for a long time. And, you know, I just it makes no sense for men without kids to get into relationships with women who have children. And the same applies to women without children. Unless that man or woman can't have children and would love to have some, you know, but um, there needs to be an understanding on both sides, you know, with an understanding and respect uh, from stepmother and stepdads to stepchildren and vice versa. So there's not like, uh, you know, you ain't my dad or, you know, you ain't my mom. You know, um, different things like that. It's like, hey, um, this is um, your stepmom. Uh, we're married. So, um, you know, I'm going to need you to um, show respect. Um, they know their um, boundaries, but, you know, that's my um, wife. That's my um, husband. You're going to have to respect Just like um, when you go out of this um, house, I expect you to be respectful to your um, teacher and, you know, um, different things like that um, keep you out of our um, mess. Um, as far as my wife or my husband goes, you know, you're going to respect them. I'm not going to let them uh, uh, do you wrong. But at the same time, you got to show respect. But to avoid all that, I'm more so for men and women uh, starting off fresh in, you know, in regards to having children with each other, especially if you're able to have children. Because, if, you know, if you're disciplining your own children, I mean, that's a different story. I highly recommend, though, that um, moms and dads, like, um, you can definitely um, step in if, um, the other parent is going over the top and they kind of um, need to be um, reeled in and you know have their um, eyes you know open on like um, that, that's not a good approach because you know it can uh, it can result in this or something like that and they might like they might be like you know I, I didn't see it that way you know and they might even um, go to their child and be like you know I, I didn't mean to um, say that you know um 
you know, and I and correct the um, situation, you know, let them know that, uh, you know, that uh, everything's um, good. You know, they they're still, you know, not. Um, this doesn't mean that they're excused for their poor behavior, but they didn't mean to say um, a certain thing that may, you know, lead to um, an assumption and uh, make the child look at them uh, differently or something like that, or get some sort of complex or something. But it's just um, easier, you know, when it's um, your own children versus uh, this is uh, someone else's um, child and there could be, you know, an issue simply trying to keep them on the straight and narrow and not disrespecting in your house. But, uh, you know, overall, a, a grown person is still going to do what they want to do. But avoidable situations are things that, you know, we definitely have the power to avoid. We can't deny the fact that more men, at least in my community, are saying no to being stepdads, which is it's nothing against the, um, against the children, you know, as mentioned before. More good guys are exercising other options because they're trying to stay out of avoidable situations. So, um, to those who are um, stepdads and our stepmoms, and you have a great relationship and so forth, I'm definitely not um, I'm talking to you. You know that was uh, something that you chose to do, but for those who uh, refuse to be stepdad or um, stepmom no one can uh, shame them for not wanting to be that way if they want to be um, parents to their own children and their children alone they absolutely have that right now outside of um, relationships with pre-existing children um, consider um, who you're even associating with like, um, think about the people uh, who can put you in danger. Like the um, D-Boys uh, might seem cool to hang around and so forth until you're ducking bullets um, that someone is sending in their direction. These are avoidable situations. And some of you might be like, uh, how do you switch gears like that? But again, I'm speaking about different types of avoidable situations. This episode is about building your life, not breaking it down. Another example, like uh, kicking it with um, a criminal might seem cool. Like, you know, someone that just into crime in general might seem cool until the cops want to speak with you or want you to put a wire on or something. What, what happens from there? That puts you at risk of being a rat or getting rat treatment, which is um, resulting in you being harmed or worse. Also, let, let's not forget that uh, some people could care less if you're you know, not a criminal or a part of that um, criminal operation. If they know you're associated with um, a certain person, they're willing to hurt you and the people you love. Again, these are avoidable situations. 
it may even seem cool to roll with um, girls who like to fight until someone seeks revenge or they turn on you. Again, avoidable situations. So like uh, some situations um, might seem cool at first, but don't play with those um, types of um, situations that can boomerang back. Now that we've talked about avoidable situations, let's jump into the things you may want to consider phasing out. Are you pouring an unhealthy amount of time into something that takes away from more worthwhile things in your life? This does include some of the things I've mentioned, like uh, letting someone occupy your time in an unbeneficial way, like uh, a free babysitter. But also think about the lack of sleep that could come from a situation we're phasing out, like um trying to binge watch a show that leaves you exhausted the following day. Remember, all the things that can affect you due to a lack of sleep, like um, a lack of focus, um, attitude, overeating, health issues. Like, um, I get that it, it will be a challenge, but um, if some things can be phased out for the sake of avoiding certain situations, ask yourself, is it worth it? I think it is. And I say phase out because um, it's not always something that you can just do cold turkey. Um, and definitely enjoy your free time, but uh, phase out the time invested in going overboard. Another thing is uh, overindulging on social media, which can totally eat up the clock. Especially if you aren't getting anything out of it like a social media manager would. Again, enjoy your free time, but don't let it rob you of your health. It's not all about your free time though. Overindulging can be an addiction. And there are a number of people who text and drive on a daily, you know, causing all sorts of accidents and even lives being deleted. Just because it hasn't happened to you yet, uh, don't think it can't happen. So if you want to increase the years of your life, give the phone a break when you're behind the wheel or at least pull over if you need um, to do something on the phone that bad. Social media is definitely a huge addiction for a number of people. You can see people even making TikTok videos looking down at the camera while they're driving. I'm sure uh, I'm not the only one who's seen that. And it's honestly uh, something that I think that um, there should be some sort of uh, update on. Where they require people to keep their eyes on the road while the vehicle's in, in motion in order for the videos to even stay up. This may uh, piss a number of people off, but uh, think about the number of lives that can be spared. I mean, and they aren't the only people on the road. So, I mean, it's like, don't put someone else in the position of being um, taken out because you want to play the daily game of um, texting and driving or, you know, uh, thumbing through social media. I certainly can't speak on social media addiction without mentioning the number of people who even go on dates and they're on their phone for the most part. Which, uh, I may be speaking to some of you. Like, uh, I've seen a number of women do this as well as uh, men. But it, um, 
it's come up in discussions and there's even a song about it. There, there's a reason behind it. Like, um, you aren't showing genuine interest when it comes to getting to know someone if you're on your phone the entire time. And sometimes it's intentional when it's, um, when it's actually a foodie call. So if someone's on the phone, you know, the majority of the time, that might be a foodie call. And that's definitely, um, um, if you wonder why a number of men are now um, requesting uh, coffee dates now, that's the reason. And um, the coffee dates are done over, or requested over dinner dates uh, to weed um, the women out who are just um, showing up to get an expensive meal on someone else's dime. Oh, and uh, speaking of dime, uh, if you like to fight, consider getting into boxing or MMA to phase out the street fighting. Better to make money via something you like to do than paying money for bail or having to wash your back on the street. Like, um, make things make sense. Or even, like, um, even if you don't uh, get into boxing or uh, MMA, like, um, do something like, um, join a dojo. Get the black belt status. You know, get a job there if they're, um, hiring. Um, because, like, if, um, another, um, sensei isn't, um, there at that time, like, um, see if you can fill another slot because there might be people who need that, um, that time frame to be able to go. And if, um, you have the, um, trust and, and so forth and you're able to, um, take care of it, you know, that could be an opportunity for you. So why not, you know, try that route, you know, get the black belt status to, um, work there, become a trainer. Or even, you know, open your own um, dojo and completely avoid a situation like prison because you're on the street fighting. Or worse. Of course, um, social media and fighting and, you know, things like that aren't the only things um, worth freezing out. Like, uh, you know, again, if it's um, something that is affecting you in a negative way. Um, definitely try to work on uh, phasing it out you know as soon as possible like even if it's um, like something it may seem innocent but like um, gossip you know gossiping at work or gossiping at school like just because someone else is doing it it may seem incredibly appealing but stay out of it because um, when the dust settles and people start getting um fired and things like that, people getting called into the office, it can't touch you because you weren't involved in it. You put your head down and you got your grind on. And that, um, there are some people that, um, that I, that I certainly know that can, uh, definitely, it, it will benefit them to stay away from the gossip. It's like, uh, it's like they're drawn to it. And 
and overall it's like uh, you know if, if it's not um, helping you it's a hindrance and if it overall it's um, affecting your livelihood how much sense does it make to invest in it that's a bad investment especially during you, you might um, get some sort of uh, enjoyment out of it but I mean you can't pay um, bills with it um, and it's hurting someone at the end of the day so overall you know um, when you get ready to phase out um, something uh, think about the all the benefits that can come of phasing that thing out that should um, increase the incentive um, of you wanting to phase that thing out Before I get into the segment about spending, I also suggest for those who do it, don't don't invest time in um, being a hater anymore or capping. There are too many people who invest time in hating on someone else for. enjoying their life or even just seeing someone smile think about what you can be doing in your life that can put a smile on your face just like with um, working out let's see that um, someone is you know they're, they're um, fit and they're doing what they have to do maybe you just see that they're um, fit and it's not just about um, being fit it's um, uh, feeling good at a healthy weight which doesn't necessarily mean um, skinny or anything like that because you have to be a um, healthy weight um, for your um, body and skinny um, doesn't mean um, healthy. You gotta uh, have your proper nourishment and all that good stuff. But anyway, um, I mentioned that as an example because, like, you don't see what work someone puts in on the side that ultimately allows them to smile just like with the um, person going to the gym you know um, faithfully there are a number of people who uh, work out because they that's one of their own hobbies I mean they absolutely love it but some people go because of health issues that they're trying to um, weed out of their life they got uh, sick and tired of uh, feeling a certain way or they just a, a number of things 
Some people don't like going to the gym at all. So they make those um, sacrifices. So you might see someone um, there and, um, and you're hating on them, but they're putting in the unnecessary work. And again, this isn't about the um, gym. You know, it's more so just an example. Like, um, what type of work are you willing to put into something so that you can benefit from it? Something that you can get, um, um, that can result in you increasing your joy. You can even um, go back to getting the proper sleep. Are you willing to invest the time in sleeping and you know like um figuring out your schedule like regarding time management so that you can get the necessary sleep that you need that can ultimately help you as heard in the previous um, sections of this episode and even with um, children, like it doesn't necessarily have to be that you lack um, sleep because you have multiple kids. There might be um, situations like um, where you have a newborn and stuff like that where you might um, lack sleep. But I'll, I'll tell you what um, my wife and I did because we had to, you know, feed our um, daughter like uh, every three hours. And so what we did was every three hours, we would alternate. And so what what happened um, with that? We both got six hours of sleep because one person got up, fed the young baby, laid down three hours later, the other person got up. So that wasn't, okay, every three hours, one person has to get up. We worked as a team. And that's the beautiful thing about having a mom and a dad in the same home. You're able to do things like that. And that's one of those things that allowed us to um, breathe a bit more easier and be able to smile you know during those times I mean that there there are just um, so many uh, examples I can uh, utilize but just you know overall don't invest time in being a hater because when you look back, if you if you're willing to acknowledge it, you're more than likely gonna regret, you know, all the time that was wasted on hating someone else. And in regards to capping, it's like no one else. Um, like a, a lie might sound um, 
or feel like uh, something you should be uh, telling someone to make yourself sound more interesting. But at the end of the day, how is that going to benefit you? Like if, if you're willing, no, I, I still don't um, recommend it. Like even if you're willing to um, look yourself in the mirror and um, know that you cap like there's no no tomorrow. I think it's just a waste of time, man. It it, it doesn't show the genuine you. Keep it real with yourself to the point that you don't have to cap. And some people uh, cap to a damaging degree where they're uh, making up stuff out of thin air to put lies on somebody else. Uh, dangerous um, overactive imagination can come back to haunt you. For example, um, lying on someone and you're taking this stuff online where people can see your face and you're, you're um, calling people out by um, name and putting lies on them. It's like, uh, what? Um, that, that's not true. So what is that? That's slander. I mean, look at what happened to... Uh, Tasha K in regards to um, Cardi B and she had multiple chances um, to get off of that um, path multiple multiple requests were made but she wanted to stick with it And then she turned around and found herself in court. It was like, uh, is Captain worth it to end up in a situation like that? I'd say no. So, um, definitely... Um, think about in uh, 2023 and beyond don't waste your time in being um, a hater of someone and don't sit around capping that's time you can never get back the time's better spent on you and your moves and the things that the fulfillment that you can get out of your life certainly not least let's talk about spending I know some of you might be like here we go but um just hear me out because I definitely have to add this in it's just um based on overspending and it placing a number of people in horrible avoidable situations 
like financial hardship, poor diets because they can't really afford um, certain types of foods, children ending up malnourished because enough food can't be purchased to keep them uh, fed as they should be fed or um, the proper foods that um, they should be given to get um, the nourishment that they need, um, homelessness, etc. Like, um, there's no mystery that a number of people are living below the poverty line, but some situations regarding financial hardship are based on avoidable situations. And I have to tie it in because it's true. Like, um, if you have bills, but you choose to take that money to go party, go on a trip, or splurge on an item, or a number of items because you feel like you should be able to do so, you may likely find yourself in an avoidable situation. At times, the comfort is there, or was there, for some to do these types of things because they had someone they used as an ATM, like some of these guys in the friend zone. I'm not speaking on the um, people who are on hard times for unpre- like unpreventable reasons beyond their control. Like uh, this is all about the people who are able to prevent certain things from happening. And this includes ending up in a situation because you have multiple children to feed. Marry before you carry. You may find that you're in a situation that would be avoidable if um, you didn't have multiple mouths to feed or multiple bodies that need to be clothed. Like, um, if it were just you in a one-bedroom unit, as you continue to build, like, um, that would be a lot easier on you. Versus having babies with someone that you aren't married to and you go your separate ways or it was just a hookup and you got pregnant or um, she had your own baby and uh, protection wasn't used and now a baby's um, brought into the world in that crappy situation. Like, um, in in regards to um, buying things, like, um, I won't say that you don't deserve to enjoy something. But don't put yourself in a position where you're living in a place running cables to your vehicle or something like that because you need power or you're relying on jugs of water just to bathe. Like, um, if you aren't below the poverty line scraping to get by, you should be nowhere near this type of setup. And often I find that it just comes from reckless spending. I don't think um, that any adult needs to be told that bills have to come first. But every bill isn't one that we're required to have to um, pay. But some people do this thing where they look at their income and they'll stack the deck with all these unnecessary services and then they're scraping just to get by or they're dropping a lot of money on things that are the uh, unnecessities. 
one of the things um, that uh, comes to mind is like I also when someone's making a certain amount and then they try to look at look for a place that is almost toward the um, cap of what they're making it's like that that's not gonna work out you still have other things that you need to take care of and what if you have an emergency you're gonna put yourself in a position where you're scraping to get by regardless of your income there are a number of people who make some uh, uh, solid uh, money from uh, you know the jobs that they work but they never see that money because the bills are stacked up because they are living above their means like if you if you're making over um, 50,000 a year that that shouldn't mean that you should get a place that that will cost like um 45,000 a year to rent like that doesn't that doesn't make sense and I don't hate on uh, someone um, utilizing things like uh, streaming services because they're they're great value um, but if you're overdoing it and you have every single like um, streaming service that requires a monthly fee that's an unnecessary deal especially if you don't even utilize them like that so find out which ones you utilize the most and go with that but um, even consider which ones you can phase out like there are multiple free streaming services like um, Pluto Freebie and so on that make their money via commercials and some of you might be saying that um, you don't want to see commercials but if you have Hulu Hulu does the same except you're paying a monthly fee if you got um, Hulu and you want to keep um, Hulu but you want um, another service in there consider like uh, getting that bundle that they um, show where it's like um, three services for um, the price of one or it might be a little higher than um, one but overall it's still a good combo package I think the um, Hulu bundle comes with Disney Plus, of course, um, Hulu and um, ESPN. You know, if you want something like that. But there are certainly others, in, like um, Prime Video, for example, that deliver a host of services for the price um, of your Prime membership. Like, for example, I don't even think um, a lot of people realize that you can get games through Prime, like your Prime account. And you can now uh, play them uh, through Amazon Luna. Like I, I'll, I'll put a link in the description if I remember. But you can play um, games. Like they have a selection of games that they make available for um, free. I think every month. And you play them just streaming straight to your own TV or whatever the um, smart device is that um, is able to get um, Amazon Luna. You can also listen to um, music at no additional cost. Although with that update, I don't really like how they um, did it. 
because they're uh, taking them, you know, taking away um, uh, things that made the uh, app, you know, great. But um, I get it. They're trying to take away some of the control and put it behind a paywall. So if you want to be able to switch through um, tracks and so forth, and do they have commercials now? It's possible, but I think that um, they just uh, stri uh, stripped away the control. So um, if you don't want that, you just um, pay more for the um, Prime Music Unlimited. But you can also, of course, with Prime Video, watch um, movies, shows, and of course you get your um, free shipping. But also, you can listen to podcasts like this one. And that's all in um, one service. And um, you also have the um, Roku channel um, that can be utilized on streaming devices that aren't even on Roku. Um, so definitely um, check out the links in the description and exercise your options. So in, in regards to this um, section about spending, if I can give any advice, um, definitely grab um, a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil and write down every single thing you can think of that's um, eating up your budget and if you don't keep an eye on your budget or um, what's um, eating you know eating it up I guarantee you might um, be surprised by the amount of money um, being ate up by certain things it's kind of like um, time management and writing down everything that's um, done within your schedule. Let's say someone uh, sits down and they watch a TV show. They started watching TV around um, the five o'clock and they wrap up the um, TV time at like 11.30, but they didn't realize that they spent all their time watching TV. I'm not saying good or bad, right or wrong, but what if they wanted to better utilize their time? So, um, writing these things down more so gives you insight on what's going on. So, um, definitely write down everything eating up your own budget so that you can see what's what and what needs to go. Because uh, something like uh, you'd definitely be surprised of things that can um you know eat up your budget and I definitely wanted to um, provide you guys with a real life example like um I knew this um guy who smoked for like uh, 47 years which um like I'm talking a pack of cigarettes per day um give or take so um when you do the math at um 550 a pack which um, they more than likely um, cost um, less, you know, back in the day when he um, first started. But I want to um, keep um, five fifty just to give you an example of someone who might um, start from here to uh, moving forward in the next forty-seven years. And let's just say that the um, price doesn't change in six months of smoking. 
that's over $900. Smoking a pack of, um, a day for a year, that's over $1,800. Five years, we're talking over $9,000. 10 years, over $18,000, which is uh, one third of a studio condo in some areas. And I'm sure uh, some of you might be wondering, um, you know, what's the smoking habit, you know, cost them after 47 um, years. Um, using the cost of the um, pack that he's uh, currently uh, spending on, we're talking almost $86,000. That's some serious money. And when you look at where the money could have went, like um, six months of smoking for him, that's um, seven months of cell phone payments, uh, 10 months of gas based on how much you're driving, a nice vacation or a multiple staycations like here in Florida, or even a few um, cruises. Um, that's uh, 21 months of our uh, meals. Uh, that's that's nearly two years. Also, um, that's uh, eight months or so for a light bill, for example. And that's six months of what can be done simply by not smoking. But what about what that money could be doing if you're replacing it in your savings account or utilizing it to start a business um, once you put the ducks in a row? I'm not simply pointing at smoking, but like, um, you know, again, look at the cost of, of going above and beyond when you go out. You don't have to do it big whenever you go out. Some people just choose to go over the top to keep up an appearance. Like this goes back to trying to keep up with the Joneses. Forget about trying to keep up with the appearance. Like uh, aim to keep it real. So that you aren't in an avoidable situation. There are women who spend the no end regarding their hair. And will switch hairstyles up constantly. But yeah, um... There are so many other things, but um, definitely take inventory of any and everything uh, eating up your budget. Mark down the necessities like rent, utilities, food, and try to include a small amount of blow money for yourself. Like, um, do whatever you want with that money until your next check. But don't spend beyond that if you know what's good for you. Avoid um, like those um, check advances or um, payday advance on um, crap, please try to avoid that at all costs because you'll end up having to pay additional fees. And only use credit cards if you already have the money um, that will be put on that credit card to pay that amount off. If you don't, uh, you'll get into a position of um, having to play catch up with fees attached to that cost and you'll end up paying a lot more in interest. And that that can really be like a um, 
almost like being in quicksand. You're trying to um, get your way out, but the fees keep on hitting you, and um, you can only uh, pay so much, and it keeps you in the loop. And you don't want to be in that loop. I could speak on a. Um, I, I won't get um, too personal, but uh, someone on uh, near and dear. And th this isn't patting myself on the back, but um, I took my um, my paycheck, and this isn't to be like a. I know some people might be like um, uh, that's simpish or whatever. It, it, it's it's not like that. Um, this is um, someone that is on my own team that's uh, uh, near and dear, and I didn't want them to be in a um, payday advanced um, situation like and stay in that loop and having to pay extra and then having to figure out how they're going to cover um, that extra that had to come out it's like um, uh, here's money to just um, pay that off completely I think I actually did I get the I think I got the information and went up there myself to um, pay it off it's like please do not um, get back into that again. That was the overall goal. You're out of it. Leave it the hell alone. Keep an eye on your um, budget and don't rob Peter to pay Paul. If you uh, feel anxious about um, like you really want to buy something, um, look at your um, budget. Look at your um, blow money. Does it make sense? And if it doesn't, don't put yourself in an avoidable situation that will come back to haunt you. Like that, that's just the that's the thing that um, got me. Because then that this there's stress that's going to come unnecessary stress and I mean and well, what type of joy is that you, you don't want to look back on life and be like oh, man there was this long stretch where I was just depressed and you know, I was dealing with these um, uh, payday loans or these um, credit cards when it all could have been avoided by taking preventative measures budgeting accordingly and um, uh, budgeting can be a chore um, initially but once you get everything um, written out like let's say um, either you make a copy of a, um, a budget and then you write everything on it uh, for that month or you have a spreadsheet on your computer where you um, calculate the um, budget so if um, it'll basically be the same for the most part unless um, something new is being uh, introduced for that month or it's a new bill that has to be um, incorporated then you just add that in there and then um, 
you make it make sense regarding the um, math. Like, um, I have to move some money over here, or um, I have to pay more money, so that's going to be um, less flow money. Or, okay, cool, this um, uh, credit card has been paid off, or I no longer have to um, pay that um, uh, pay the advance loan because instead of uh, having to pay multiple um, cards, I was able to um, knock one out and now I was able to put that money that from the other one that was paid off and knocked another one out and now I have um, a bit more wiggle room so now I can put some more inside my um, savings account preferably one that on gain interest I have um, emergency funds and I have my um, blow money you can um, choose whether to increase or maintain the same amount of um, blow money it depends on like um, how much you may um, need in order to or, or would like in order to um, function between um, paychecks but sometimes it's best just to um, watch it so that you aren't uh, overdoing it in regards to your blow money like if you can be straight in regards to your um, blow money um, stick with a certain amount that doesn't mean that you can't put money aside for like um, a trip or anything like that but um, break down the areas where you're going to be saving like uh, I'm saving for um, this, I'm saving for um, an LLC or you know whatever you're um, saving up um, money for, and uh, that'll benefit you in the long run. Like um, your necessities are taken care of first and foremost. You have a place to lay your head. Um, you have um, food in your stomach. You have. Um, your other things so that ultimately you're good and the other things are secondary so overall um, beware of your spending it can make a positive impact on your life um, if you live modestly um, you'll definitely win in the long run so on that note um, take care of your health take care of yourself avoid unnecessary situations and be as good a steward um, with your money as possible and see how it works out for you as you continue to level up on that note thank you so much for checking out this episode of the blue plus you podcast and if you're in support of this podcast please consider being one definitely support me in the links below and i'll talk to you in the next one peace and as always thankful for you lee episode has also been brought to you today by FDGT Affiliates. This particular link takes you to a variety of options for gaming, clothing for men and women, vacay for less options, which wouldn't like a nice affordable vacation, I know I would, footwear for those dealing with various issues, which some of you will be quite surprised what can be caused by foot issues. Also discount medical products such as CPAP machines, a variety of tech and more health related options are included in this because 
Leveling up requires more things than one. Kind of hard to feel good when you're in pain or exhausted. So click the link in the description or go to affiliates.sddtstudio.com. That's affiliates.sddtstudio.com. Thanks in advance for your support.